Hey, hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast, powered by Go Tennis. While you're here, please hit that follow button. And after you listen, please share with your friends and teammates. Also, let us know if you have questions or topics you would like us to discuss, and we will add them to our schedule. With that said, let's get started with 10 Minutes of Tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with Go Tennis, and this is our 10 Minutes of Tennis. So today we are talking with world-renowned tennis coach Justin Yo, and the topic is the question, is your serve really your serve? And uh, before I even let that sink in, is your serve really your serve? That makes me worried. That makes me, have I been doing it wrong all this time? Uh, we've got a couple of ways to look at it. One, I'm an adult player. Am I really doing it wrong? And I've been copying the best and, and trying to get, make it the best. Uh, or I've got my son and I need to teach him the right way to do it. So, Justin, what do we mean by that? And can you help us answer that question? Absolutely. How you doing, guys? Look, um, it's quite simple. Uh, for the last probably at least 25, almost 30 years, I've been teaching people find out what their throwing action is first to then build their serve. Um, what we found is that when you throw, when you get a throwing action from a little age, uh, your throw is your throw. So whether you're a short arm or you're a full long arm, um, you can start to identify whether you should maybe look at more of a modified service action. Um, and you can talk about like uh, on the female side, Jessica Pagula, or um, on the male side, there's TFO, you know, Francis TFO. Very short arm, very explosive. Um, Andy Raddick was one of the biggest ones that started the whole concept of it um, and made people realize that if your throwing action is there, all you've got to do is build off that. So uh, it's not something that's commonly talked about, but I've, I've had very, very, very good success rate um, that allows people also less mental issues when they're over the ball because it's already a map that's in their brain that they know how to throw. So. I try to build a serve around their throw. Um, when you throw two, you tend to use your hips. Uh, so there's a lot of service actions where nobody uses their hips and they try to place their foot to replace the hips or they try to turn too much of the upper torso to make up for the hips. And that's when they lose balance or the ball toss goes off all the time. And there's all these things compensating when really, if you can just learn how to build your serve around your throw, it can make a big difference and, and it can really make it very easy to build. So I'm a, I'm an adult, which I like to think that I am. I'm an adult and I already have a serve. Okay. I've been playing since I was nine years old. Let's just use me as an example. You're going to watch me throw a ball. Now you say, you've told me previously, there are three different ways people throw the ball. What is that? What are those? Yeah, I learned it all from a baseball recruiter many years ago, but he was explaining that there's a full arm thrower. There's a modified serve thrower and there's a sidearm thrower. Um, sidearm people are pretty much screwed in tennis. Um, so just saying straight up, that's one of the hardest things. If they've already got a sidearm throw, it's going to be really hard to develop the shoulder to go that way. But um, but on the other side, I've seen a lot of big full arm service actions. And when you see them throw modified, it's like, well, okay, why wouldn't you just go up into that trophy stand straight away? Learn to balance with your hips and learn the ball toss and then just use your throwing action. And um, I've corrected a lot of full arms into modified and then I've gone the other way too. Watch the full arm thrower 
who's been trying to modify and he's too stiff here. Whereas when you see him throw, he's actually really relaxed and easy to throw. So, um, you know, we can go over all the mechanics, elasticity, mental needs to be nice and relaxed and calm. Uh, you know, I've always just said balance, rhythm, control, very simple things to make it easy. But if you build it around a throwing action, a throwing action naturally has a good hip rotation. It naturally is you tend to be balanced when you throw a ball. You naturally know how to, you know, the chest goes first, shoulder, every, all the mechanics start to work easy if you just build it up around a throw action. So something I've found very successful, I've seen adults change midlife and all of a sudden don't have knee issues or lower back issues because they've just learned to build their serve around their throws that throw action and so I, I as an adult in in my 40s i i don't need it's going to create a midlife crisis if my serve isn't working for me because maybe i've got it wrong so i just need a midlife serve adjustment so i need to call I need, instead of the midlife crisis we need to go with a midlife serve adjustment it yep. may be it may be hard. It may be that one step back to take two steps forward. Go yeah. to go to my coach. I'm gonna uh, if I've got my coach, I can go to him and say, "Hey, look, is th th I heard this thing, right?" And I think players do that a lot, where they go, "Hey, coach, I saw this thing on YouTube, and I I heard I'm supposed to hold my pinky up when I serve." Like, there's always some <laughs> weird, there's always yep. some weird thing online that you can learn. But this one, this one seems to really be focused in inside the biomechanics of how I operate. And so I can go to my coach and say, hey, can I throw a ball and have you just double check me? Maybe we can make a couple adjustments. And in that case, it helps that mental toughness. We talked about uh, Andy Roddick, or not Andy Roddick, Andy Murray the other day, where Roddick's serve was just there, it was always there, because it was just what he did. His brain knew it, his body knew it. And Andy Murray kind of had this big, I hope it works kind of look on his face every time. But switching from that, if I've got a child, and they're still learning to throw even, is there a way I can just have them, I've got some videos of kids just throwing a ball eight or 10 times, throw a ball over and over again. They're, they still even know, really know how to throw. Well, how do I look at that as a coach? Now I'm the coach and I say, all right, little Justin, I'm watching you throw a ball. Let's go into this. I want you to go home and watch Francis, not Fritz, right? So, or the opposite, go watch Fritz and try to emulate him, and that's some pretty good advice for a kid? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you did two parts in that question. First one was the, the adults over 40. Any kid, Anyone over 40, the shoulder is pretty much where it is. So you're either really strong external rotation or you're really strong internal rotation. So build your serve around where that strength is because I see a lot of guys too externally trying to do things, and really their strength is on the internal. So build the serve around as you've got older, because we definitely have over 40 can't serve like we were 20. So your shoulder is not the same person anymore. So build the serve around what your, what your strength is. Um, on the side of the other side of that with kids, um, I think a lot of kids don't do enough band work. We hear it all the time with the players, they're getting their band in their, their tennis bag. Kids at an early stage, could do band work to keep the external rotation and the internal rotation working. That to me is a healthy shoulder and a healthy long-term shoulder. Um, it'll also help develop the throw action. Um, but, you know, throw action, any pro should be pretty good at notifying, seeing that 
the elbow's going too far around plane, so they're not developing any generate, you know, not generating. They need to be inside the plane, so mechanics and elasticity works really well. Um, and just work on the little bit of hip rotation and just develop, develop the throw, develop the throw, and try to think of a center field so that they're, you know, like a bow and arrow. They're trying to throw it that way versus throwing it down in like a baseball pitch. Um, Baseball pitch doesn't hurt either because you work the internal rotation of your chest and your torso and you learn to. So there's all these advantages around throwing. Um, so I don't want to steer kids away from tennis, but baseball will really help their tennis. Well, we see that a lot with the younger kids to kind of wrap it up. We say the kids go throw the ball. We want parents to know this as well. If go play catch with your kids, that's yeah. actually good for their tennis. Absolutely. And even go play catch where the ball has to bounce once or however many times it takes. You got a four-year-old and you say, well, tennis lessons are expensive. Okay, it's free to play catch with your child in the driveway. Absolutely. And I'll give you a quick one. In my big academy in Melbourne, we used to hit the ball and throw the ball far so the kids learn uh, depth perception early, very early as well. Because you'll be amazed how many kids, when a lob goes up, the ball's going past their head because they don't have depth perception early. So that's another one you can mess around with while practicing the throw. I like it. So go to your coach, whether you're, whether you are a coach, if you're a coach, talk to your players about this, have them throw a few balls, double check your players serves, help them out. If yep. you need to go to your coach and ask those questions, that's great. Parents go play catch with your kids Then walk up to the coach and say, Hey, I heard this thing on YouTube. It's not about the pinky this time. I promise. Justin, yo, I appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time. You're welcome, mate. We'll see you next week. Well, there you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate.com for use of the studio. And be sure to hit that follow button. For more tennis-related content, you can go to AtlantaTennisPodcast.com. And while you're there, check out our calendar of tennis events, the best deals on Technifiber products, tennis apparel, and more. If you're a coach, director of any racket sports, or just someone who wants to utilize our online shop, contact us about setting up your own shop collection to offer your branded merchandise to the Atlanta tennis world. And with that, we're out. See you next time.